Welcome to Melanated Moments in Classical Music. I'm your co-host, Joshua Thompson. And I'm Angela Brown. And we're here to introduce and reintroduce you to Melanated Masterpieces, written and performed by, for, and about black people. That is correct. From from light bright to midnight, there's a whole lot of people. Did you go there? I did. And we're going to stay there. But there's a whole lot of people, uh, pieces, performances that we would like to cover, but... We are here to talk about and take you inside the classical music that most folks don't know a whole lot about or they don't hear a whole lot about. So, you know, that's what we do. Yeah, indeed we do. Who and what do you have for us today, Maestro Joshua? Well, got a special treat for you all from one of my all-time favorite composers. And I would say out of the black composers who tends to get Mm -hmm. acknowledgement and Mm -hmm. recognition, Mm -hmm. this man seems to come at the at the top of the well, list. Well, who is it? Okay. <laughs> William Grant Still. Yes. Okay, so you've heard of him. Oh, yes, baby. Often known as the Dean of Classical Music for Black Folk. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a Dean of Classical Music, period. The All brother right. was bad. Yeah, was bad. He's got mm-hmm. well over 150 compositions to his credit. So he was mm-hmm. writing for solo piano. He was writing for voice, for opera, for small Ensembles mm-hmm. for full orchestras, you name it. Song cycles, all I've of them. Some song cycles of his, and like you mentioned, the opera Troubled Island. Yes. Oh. So, the piece I wanted to highlight of William Grant still, even though it's not going to be Troubled Island, another one that's even lesser known, I think, but mm-hmm. no less impactful, is his Africa Suite for solo piano. Oh. So you're going to cover an entire continent today? Well, I'm going to try. Okay. We're going to break it down. We're going to okay. break it down. So, I wanted to highlight the second movement. So there's three movements to the entire work, but we're going to talk about the second movement. It's called Land of Romance. Mm, I do love me some romance, right, y'all. So, and, and who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? So I don't know. Let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing you think of or what do you think of when you hear the word romance? I think of a roaring fire of soft, beautiful things wrapped around my body. Anything soft and beautiful and lush. So you come with all the feels, the tactile of romance. All right. I think if you'd ask a lot of people, they think of romance as in boy meets girl, girl meets boy, or any Mm. other combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So relationships is kind of what you think of. But I'm going to change it up just a little bit, and we're going to think about the word romance using this movement to think about our relationship between nature okay. and with our creator. Oh. Yeah. Okay, see, so, you, know, you done pulled me all the way back from my little well, I, wait a minute, though, sensual stuff. Your eyebrows were kind of furrowed, and mm. I was like, oh, oh, I've lost her. But hey, I promise I'm going to bring you and everyone else back. Okay, okay, come on. So first things first, little bit of background on William Grant still. Mm-hmm. Lots to cover. We're just going to hit the highlights. Born in 1895, died in 1978, and he was from Mississippi. And he's the first African-American composer to have a major work premiered by a major symphony. So lots of firsts for him. But William Grant still was a very religious, spiritual, philosophical person. Mm -hmm. And that is really reflected in almost all of his compositions. He's going to make your brain think about it just Mm -hmm. a little bit. So Mm -hmm. 
Lane of Romance for him was really talking about the idea of how we got here as a people, as a human race, how we wound up on the planet, and our relationship as we have evolved as a species with our creator and with nature. Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. getting too deep for you? Uh, shall we in the ocean? Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> well, I brought my waders and I brought you some boots. Thank so you. So we can get Let's it. So um, wait on through then, boo. Really love this piece. The second movement, this land of romance for me, gives a honest and dignified depiction of the totality of blackness. So this piece is sort of broken up into three separate parts within one movement. And in the beginning, the beginning starts with this very dreamlike light almost sunrise-type sentiment to it. It's like the dawn of time. So here we are in the cradle of civilization, which is Africa, and it's very light and ambient and mysterious, but it's very Mm. beautiful, too. Uh Uh-oh. And then Mm -hmm. we get a little bit deeper. There's more. Then we get into a little bit more of that sensual, coquettish flirtiness with our existence. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, he's being very flirty here, and he does it brilliantly in an almost jazzy and bluesly way, but it's also still iconically classical. So as the piece is developing, we are developing. Okay. As people, as a people, as black people, mm-hmm. but also as as a species, developing into our own, coming up with our own language, our own movement, our own sensibilities and sensualities. And then it finishes itself off with this very nice stately and bombastic and dignified statement of Africa and the people who are in it and this idea of creation. point, I just like to close my eyes and let myself sink into the music.
So by this point, we've gone from the dawn of time to establishing a whole culture and civilization, and he does all of this in eight minutes. Wow. A whole continent. Uh-huh. A whole civilization. In eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay. I told you the brother's Ding. bad. The brother's I'm bad. Ready. Okay. Love it. And we don't hear this piece all that often. I think for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. it's a big problem for me. I really get wow. upset when pieces like this don't get played a whole lot. Well, that's why we're here. It is. To get people to discover and rediscover pieces that they didn't know existed. One of my favorite parts about the whole work in general, about the second movement, too, is it offers a very sincere and authentic musical representation of the black aesthetic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times I think we're used to if everything isn't draped in kente cloths and with <laughs> drums, it's not authentically yeah. black. Which don't get me wrong. There's a mm-hmm. place for that. Mm-hmm. It's part of our culture. Yes, I like wearing my mud cloth. I know, as you have it on mm-hmm. now. That's right. However, we're broader than that. Yeah. We're more comprehensive. There's a lot more intricate that's going on there. So those highs and lows and that natural way that he mixes classical music and romanticism with jazz and blues, Mm because that's the era he's writing in, Mm -hmm. seamlessly fits together to kind of create this amazing musical tapestry that our people and other people in general can tap Mm -hmm. into, identify, and be proud of. He's a product of his environment. He is. Yes. So those are things that I feel. So. Saying with some of those things, too, I think this is a good piece to help us shed some stereotypes of black people and blackness Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. continent of Africa. I don't know. I was a big cartoon watcher growing up. Were Mm -hmm. you? Oh, yes, definitely. What were your cartoons? Tom and Jerry. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And, oh, that uh, hen that would go around. Foghorn leghorn. Foghorn leghorn. I say, I say, I say. say, say, say. say. Mm -hmm. So I can distinctly remember there's a cartoon. It's from the 40s or 50s, and it's got Bugs Bunny in it, and he's flying over the continent of Africa. And as he is over West Africa, it says Dark Africa. Mm. That's a little Mm. dark. And then as he flies towards Central Africa, it says Darker Africa, Mm -hmm. and it's darker. And then as he's getting East and South Africa, it says Darkest Africa, and it's Mm. pitch black. Mm -hmm. Right? And so as a kid, you're thinking, no big deal. Uh But But. as adults, we all know what that means, right? Mm -hmm. It's funny you would even mention that because it brings up— This is totally off of William Grant Steele. That's all right. I'm much doing Because I don't know why we're going towards with cartoons, but I'm going to go with you. you. I'm bringing You stay with the cartoons, (laughs) boo-boo. But I got to tell this story. One time I was doing this Aida, and it was something that I wanted to do that was very African. Mm -hmm. And this— director. He was like, well, no, she wouldn't do that because it's not that dark. The Egyptians aren't part of the real part of Africa or the darkest part of Africa or something like that. And I was like, in Africa, Africa. I'm sorry. Wow. So how did you fix your face to stay professional and keep it moving? Let let me look over here at the camera. But I'm going to look at you right now. And I was like, I'm sorry, honey. Africa is Africa. Now, you, yeah, you you. have different cultures and things going on within Africa. But the continent of Africa is what it is. Is what it is. Thank you. If you're from there, you African. So, okay. Or Afrikaans. Your story does relate to my cartoon and to my whole thing. These are these stereotypes that are out there, that remain out there in literature, in cartoons, Mm -hmm. and also in the music or the misinterpretation of we're not heathens, we're not savages. So this piece gives an opportunity to elevate not just the music, but also a people and show us in a very comprehensive, respectful, dignified manner. Mm. That's what I think. Okay. And that's why this song and this selection went on the show today. All right, now. So there are three movements to it. 
I'm sure there will be many, many more from William Grant still that we can and that we probably will highlight as we continue with this incredible show to highlight yes. black folks and everything. So with that being said, you have heard the second movement of the Africa Suite, Land of Romance, written by William Grant Still. I'm Joshua Thompson. And I'm Angela Brown. And, and this, this has been, been your melanated moment in classical music. Melanated Moments in Classical Music is a production of Classical Music Indie. Our producer is Ezra Baker Trupiano. Our production intern is Abney Hart. Our theme music was composed by Laura Karpman. Melanated Moments in Classical Music is proud to partner with CAPA, the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, supporting Black classical musicians, opera singers, youth, and others in the performing arts by bringing color to the classics. Learn more at 4, that's the number 4, C-A-A-P-A dot O-R-G. Classical Music Indie streaming and podcasting is made possible by the Allen Whitehill Clues Charitable Foundation. Melanated Moments in Classical Music is proud to partner with Morning Brown Incorporated, working to bridge the gap between accessible live music programs and underserved individuals, schools, and communities. Where the offering of classical music is rare or the cost of experiencing classical music is prohibitive. Learn more at morningbrown.org.